It's already hot in here. Can you not tell? The fan feels good. I'm talking about my forehead. Oh, yeah. it's. I feel the heat off your so, forehead and off of your loins. <laughs> So we can draft. It's episode eighty-six. Wayne in with. This is how episode eighty-six is going to go. I almost right said now. Wayne in with. Okay. <laughs> episode eighty-six. Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B Money, the producer. That over there is Weekend Trav. We're already having issues, folks. Oh. And uh, Weekend Trav, we have some things to talk about. We got some stuff on the calendar. We got some, uh, uh, you know, matchup from this past weekend to, to talk about. Mm-hmm. But. I want the audience at home to take a look at the video. If you're listening to us at home on Spotify or iHeartRadio, I'm sorry you're not going to be able to get a visual of this, a visual representation. We'll see if our editing guys can zoom in a little bit on, on Weekend Trav and how red this guy is. Okay, I didn't, th- I didn't know it was lobster season in Weekend Trav. Yeah, I, uh, I was at the beach this weekend. Uh-huh. Literally, maybe the whole time. No, I was actually only out there for two or three hours. And, and you put nothing on your face. Did you, did you put anything? Listen, on? I do not believe in slathering that chemical all over my body. Okay. So this okay. is why I'm red. But this will turn into a glossy tan ah, see, soon. See, this is uh, this is what they think. And folks, I think you're going to be wrong. I think you're going to be flaking and peeling <laughs> for like the next two weeks. You have to moisturize though. Or you will be flaky. Otherwise, it is going to turn into a golden tan. So that chemical is okay. Next episode. So that chemical. No, it's got to be a natural aloe vera, which is from a plant. I don't know if it makes it any better or worse, but Mm, I'm going to give it a try. So we can travel. We're here. It's uh, this is the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically specifically Laureate Park, specifically in a boxing gym on the second floor. Shot in the podcast room of the second floor of this gym. Uh, shot on a Sunday or Monday. Today is actually Monday, and it drops Boom. on Wednesday morning, seven fifteen Eastern Standard Time. So uh, you should see our bright and uh, well, his definitely bright uh, and lovely faces here on Wednesday, if not another day during the week. But we can try. We have uh, some activity in the boxing world coming up. It's going to be somewhat of a slow weekend uh, ne- this coming weekend as 4th of July yeah. is this coming Monday. So that kind of slows some things down. Which is expect. normal usually, though, for boxing. You know, usually 4th of July weekend, they kind of let everybody have their fun because that's America's holiday. America. America. Uh, and then also we have, uh, we'll talk real briefly here on the bourbon of choice that we're drinking, this Noble Oak, Double Oak bourbon. We'll talk about that in a few moments. But we can drive. I know you wanted to jump into some fights from this weekend. I don't know if you have that pulled up, ready yes, to do. go. Yes, sir. So do. let's go. I'm just going to go ahead and toss the mic to you. Boom. For those listening at home, there, I actually threw a mic at him and he caught it. Yeah. Okay. And sorry. Anyways. So let's don't talk make, about this past. A, don't make a joke about that. I'm, I'm not funny, actually. So. <laughs> So there were fights on DAZN this weekend. Um, they weren't heavily publicized by a lot of people, but it was a very, very, very good fight, and it's actually a high-level fight. Um, there's been talks of pound for pound now. Jesse Rodriguez, which I believe they're the 114-pounders, which is, let me name the division, super flyweight. So these men are very small, grown men, 114 pounds. But they're super fly. Super fly. So this fight happened on DAZN in San Antonio, Texas. Um Jesse Bam Bam Rodriguez, I believe is his nickname. He beat um, this name is is it, it, it's freaking me out right now because I know this guy is Sore Rungvisai, right? They have it listed here, Sore Rungvisai, but they also have it listed as let me try to pronounce this name. He's Japanese, I believe. Wisa Kasil Wengek, hmm. but also Sore Rungvisai. 
So how you. that is, <laughs> I have no idea. But the reason why this fight kind of is, matters a little bit is because I believe Sor Rungvisai um, beat Chocolatito. Let me make sure and look at this. Yes, he fought Roman Gonzalez, beat him twice. And the reason why that's a big deal is because Chocolatito at one time was in the pound-for-pound pound talk yep. of the best in the world, pound-for-pound. Pound. So that's why it's a big deal. The fact that Jesse Rodriguez stops him in the – let me look. It was – sixth or eighth round is amazing so I, I won't jump into the fight because it, it was a good fight it was an exciting fight but this jesse rodriguez uh franco is solid he's on a lot of people he actually peaked in some people's top 10 pound for pound list just with his performance over sore rungvisai so that's why it's important to talk about and i think that's why it deserved a little bit of airtime to start this off and it just happened on his own over the weekend so um, i thought i wanted to throw that out there because the guy deserves that i mean he's he's up there but what I think will be awesome is because a guy that we also talk about, the monster, Inoue. Mm-hmm. I think that sets up, why not? I think Inoue is one weight class above it, like 118 maybe. But regardless, you're that close in weight there. That's a that's a super fight. And a lot of people consider Inoue top pound for pound guy as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say top three in the world, in let's, my opinion. Let's put it to the test with this guy, Jesse Rodriguez. It would be an awesome fight. You don't see too many blockbuster fights at that low weight class. Right, so right. So that's why this is kind of a cool fight, and that's why I, like I said, deserved a little bit of talking time. So um, it was a good fight. This guy literally creeped in on a lot of people's list, and I think rightfully so. If you watched him fight, the guy is slick. I, I believe he's a southpaw. Obviously, he can punch as well. Um, so actually, let me let me back up. I don't know if he was a southpaw. Rung besides a southpaw. But let me make sure. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, he's, a, he's okay. I knew I was right. I'm not always wrong. Not always. He's a southpaw. So um, Jesse Rodriguez Franco is a southpaw. And now he's now 16 0 with 11 knockouts with a big knockout on his record now against Sora Rungvisai, who beat Chocolatito not once, but twice. And people thought Chocolatito was done after that. Chocolatito's came back now. He retired, unretired, and is fighting phenomenal. So the fact that Rungvisai beat him twice shows how good Rungvisai is. And now Franco beat Rungvisai in eight rounds, so he's got to be up there, right? There's like always excitement with the little guys when they're fighting. It's, it's yeah. always excitement. Quick 100%. fights, quick fights. you got to pay attention, but they're always exciting to watch. There's but a high artillery with these guys. There's not a lot of knockouts usually, so the fact when you do see a knockout like this at that lower, lower weight class, you do you open dry, you're like, oh, wait, what? What happened? Yeah. It didn't go the distance? There was a knockout? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was a good weekend for, for boxing. Again, it wasn't okay. a blockbuster weekend, but I'm also going to go back to my – statement that i made at the beginning of the year april yeah. by far yeah. has still been the best month of this year and then we had mccaskill also won over the weekend right jessica mccaskill yeah. also won i think she defended her title as yeah. well so that was congrats to her over on the zone uh she stopped her girl i believe as well mm-hmm. so it was a good fight um and they're still putting girls out there and i don't know what the ratings were and what that is but it was on the zone so there's no pay-per-view like buys for that it's just subscription based so i don't know what those numbers will be um, According to Bob Aaron, they're terrible. So we go from one guy. Because it's not on his network. Correct. So we go from one guy who might have broken through in the top 10 pound for pound rankings mm-hmm. in, in Jesse Rodriguez. And now let's kind of shift gears here to a matchup coming on later on in the year with at least one guy that we would consider pound for pound one of the best, if not the best in the world, and that being Canelo Alvarez taking on Triple G on September 17th weekend trap. The third the the trilogy. trilogy. They had their first face-to-face in quite some time, especially for the lead-up of this fight over this past week. Give me a little rundown as to what we saw there. It seemed like a little bit of fireworks, at yeah. least on one side yeah, it was uh, pretty of the good. aisle. Yeah, it was on one side because I, I seen how Canelo said, this is personal. I want to knock him out, which 
Canelo's might have said that a couple of times, but for most of his fights, he's just like, I want to beat him. Like, I just want to win. Get me out of here. Let's get in, get out, get, get home safe, make some money, cash those big old fat checks that Canelo's cashing. Yeah. Um, but he said it's personal now against Triple G. He said that, uh, he, said, <laughs> he said Triple G is not of a, as of a nice guy as you think. He says he plays one role on the camera, and off the camera, he's a different person. Frankly, frankly, Canelo said, frankly, he's an asshole. Huh. Literally. He said he's not a nice guy. He's an asshole. That was Canelo. I am speaking on Canelo's behalf. He literally quoted him saying, he goes, he's not a nice guy. He's not. He's, he's really, he, he's a different person off camera than he is on camera. He's like, I am what I am. He's like, you see what you get with me. He goes, I'm, I'm true to the camera. That's how I am off the camera. He goes, but, can, but he goes, Triple G? He goes, he's fake. He's an asshole. <laughs> I, I laughed. I mean, it's just kind of hard for me to get all geeked up about that. Like, who cares? Yeah, I was like, I mean, I, I, I'm never going to have an interaction with Triple G as far as I'm aware. So, you know, what? She's, if, if he's always like that on camera, he's always kind of like laid back. Okay, so what? He could be a jerk to you uh, behind closed doors. That's not my problem. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe this is also something building up that Canelo needs to get up for this fight as well, maybe. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> mm. I don't know, but I think honestly, somebody, one of my boxing friends, <laughs> he's going to be sponsored by Cialis. Um, isn't they, is that That's one of one them? Of them. <laughs> but uh, one of my friends posted something about it and was like, "Does does Trip Artis Canelo know that it wasn't Triple G that beat him? It was Bival. They're like, is he just taking his anger out on Triple G right now because he got beat be. by Bival? But, but also, I think the the general public kind of considers this as okay. Well, this is a a, a winnable fight. For Triple G, right? I mean, they, they view this, I wouldn't say necessarily it's Canelo Alvarez's kryptonite, but it's not exactly a walk in the park at all. either. At all. It's not. Either. The very first fight, easily everybody could say that Triple G should have won. Mm. Okay? He didn't. They called it a draw, I believe. The second fight, I thought Canelo won, but I thought he won narrowly, but a lot of people thought Canelo won. But there's still, a. I would say there's probably a solid minority of Maybe 30, 40% of people that thought actually Canelo lost the second one too. Um, I'm not in that. I thought Canelo won the second one for absolutely sure. I did. I thought he sure. won it really close. It was a very competitive, close fight. He he looked way better than he did in the first one. So I don't see this being much different. Um, however, I mean, Canelo, he hit his, I wouldn't say kryptonite, but I think he possibly hit his ceiling when he stepped up to fight a guy like Bival. Yeah, yeah. And I think it did knock him down a peg. Because now he's not, and now he, he was wanting to go out of cruiserweight, then heavyweight. So I think this kind of, maybe he could have done two things that leveled him out. Maybe now he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the 168 and I'm going to dominate these guys. Exactly. Exactly. I think, if anything, it's more of a humbling experience. I mean, you try to take on a guy in a, a much higher weight class who's elite, one of the best in the world, if not the best in the world at that weight class, and expect that you're 100%. just going to run through that and you get beat. So maybe this is the humbling experience comes down, and oof, I kind of feel bad a little bit for Triple G, even though. Elite boxer, Hall of Fame one day. Yep. But this is not going to be a fun fight, I don't think, for him. I think Canelo Alvarez is months in advance, obviously. But yeah. if he's still this pissed off at losing, which I think that's really what it is, Wigan Trav, I yeah. don't think he's necessarily directly irritated with Triple G. I just think he's irritated at the fact that he has the, another L yeah. uh, on his record. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And to, because people like me and you are having this conversation of, well, he, he obviously isn't, uh, you know, God's gift, perfect. Now he's probably still pound for pound, best in the world, if not top two. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But this is going to be a a, a, a kind of a mm, dog fight. I think. I think Canelo needs to go in there and make a statement in September. Yeah, I I think he knows that. I think that he really does because a lot of people, a lot of the average public's like, oh, Canelo lost. He's not ever. He's not who you think. I'm like, listen. He he went up. He dared to be great. He lost. 
It's not like he got his butt kicked. Mm. He went up there and fought his butt off. He took every shot Bavall gave him, a bigger guy, never went down. So he did lose. He did. But I think this is good for Canelo. I think it's going to give him a chip on his shoulder, and I think he is going to go out there. And yeah. honestly, I'll tell you what. If he can somehow, which I don't know, I don't think it's going to happen, but if he can somehow stop Triple G, that erases everything That's people a- remember about Bavall because they're like, yeah. holy crap, he stopped Triple G. I don't think he will, however. But if he could stop Triple G, oh my gosh. And I think he's got that chip on his shoulder where he's like, you know what? He goes, I met Austin Bivol, a bigger guy, but I'm not going to lose to Triple G, who everybody knows. Canelo's never dominated Triple G either. So that's why you're exactly right at the very beginning. This isn't a gimme fight. Canelo does, like, when's the last time Canelo had a gimme fight, honestly? Like, I would say the Turkish guy, the guy from Turkey, he ended up quitting, like, in two or three rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was... We didn't think it was going to be that way, but it ended up being that way. But that right. was his last kind of gimme fight. But going into it, we were like, yeah, he's going to win. We didn't think it would be that easy. Mm-hmm. But he really doesn't take easy fights. No. And that's where props to Canelo for keeping boxing, putting boxing on his back and running with it. Because he has. Yeah. I don't want to get uh, – yeah. He, he has all the credit for that. I, I also wonder, Weekend Drive, whether or not there's a lot of stuff going on in that camp that we're not aware of. It doesn't seem like guys stay with Reynoso and all those guys, and it's just really Canelo that's really staying because that's where the focus should be. I get that. But you got a lot of guys going in and leaving. Yeah. I just wonder what goes on behind the scenes, and that might be a different conversation for a different episode, but I just feel like there might be more going on than what meets the eye there. Um, but who knows? Listen, they're family, and I think at the end of the day, Reynoso for sure knows who his cash cow is. Sure. So I know a lot of people leave because there's too much time getting shown to Canelo, mm-hmm. which rightfully so. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what makes it tough in the boxing business of being a trainer of multiple different people. To be a great trainer, you do end up having to train multiple different people and cement your, you know, your legacy as a coach as well. You do. Uh, but sometimes you don't have time. You got a guy like Canelo who Canelo by no means fights the regular schedule that most people fight. He's slowing down a little bit now finally, but he was fighting three, four, five yeah. times a year. So that keeps Reynoso busy, but that also keeps Reynoso unavailable for other guys, and that's why Ryan Garcia left. You know what? You could say what you want. I think that that's the only reason they're leaving because Reynoso is a good dude. I think they're leaving, in my opinion. I don't know the insides, so I usually have some insider knowledge on a lot of the boxing world. I don't have any on this. I'm just speaking from the outside saying I think it's just that he's showing too much it of his be. time to Canelo, which, to be fair, wouldn't you too? It just depends. He's we, probably paying him the most. We got one trainer out there, though, that we've given props to in the past, that he, he coaches not one but two unanimous, undisputed guys. Correct? We're talking about the um, Texas guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Oh my gosh, I just forgot his name. Derek oh, James. There you go. We just talked right. about him. That's yep. right. We just Charlo, talked about him. Yep. yep. So yeah, and, and Spence. So yeah, the guy's, yes, he, so he's pulled it off for sure, but that's only two. It's, I, I don't know. And those guys are pretty close in weight too. So I think maybe that's Reynoso's problem. He needs to get a guy that's closer to Canelo's weight and, and maybe that works out a little better, I guess. I don't know. Or keep them on the same schedule. They're fighting within, I don't know. So you can train them Who both. Knows? I don't know. Who we knows? don't know. We don't know. We're, we're speculating just, we're out of our butts stuff, right now. And we should not. So that's why we're going to, once again, shift gears. And we're gonna actually going to kind of backtrack to in the calendar to our current date. But we're going to go from September, which is that Triple G Canelo fight, now to August 6th, which that's where you're seeing Jake Paul take on, finally, Tommy Fury. 
The contracts are signed, sealed, and delivered. And that's coming to you from Madison Square Garden. Okay, so that will be August 6th, I believe. Showtime pay-per-view. Yep, and I believe Amanda Serrano is also back uh, fighting on that card. I don't remember who she's fighting. I didn't, yep. I didn't think it was really anyone of, of any substance. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Paul and Fury. Uh, Weekend Drive, we had a little bit of back and forth, obviously, on finally getting that contract signed. A lot of he said, he said, yep. and this finger pointing, and finally, boom, it was done. Once you start calling guys out on certain things, it's funny how the business gets done. Yeah, the contracts get signed really quick when yeah. people start posting honest messages like, hey, he said this, but he's not doing this. I signed my part. He did so-. so then it got cleared up really quick, which was good because let's get this fight over with. I know Please. B-Money is not looking forward to it. I, I, know, no. I know why they're doing this. This is another step. This is a correct step in my opinion, though, for Jake Paul's career is to fight a boxer of this caliber because I – to be fair, Tommy Fury is the first pro, quote, boxer that he's fought in his pro boxing career, correct? So that's why they're doing it, and I think it's the right step. Um, however, if he loses, it's not good. It's not good. That derails the whole Jake Paul train. It does. It uh, does. A lot. And you know who's claiming that he's not going to lose is big brother Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. He just put a million dollars down. Actually, first he put 100000 Yep. Right? And then Jake Paul caught wind of that. And Goated like, him a little bit. Why are you putting 100000 Let's do $1 million. I'll call the lawyers, put it in escrow, we'll make it happen. And then somehow Tyson Fury comes back and is like, he's got the money, to be fair. He does. Sure. I sure. mean, Jake Paul's got some money, too. I'm not saying he doesn't. They both have the money. But Tyson's got a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. They and both they both have the money. Yes, for sure. So Tyson comes back and is like, all right, big dog. I'll put a million down that Tommy's going to win. So this is getting interesting because now you have the heavyweight champion of the world. In my opinion, literally the best heavyweight in the world, for sure, hands down. Um, he's in on this fight now, so that's what's going to help pump this fight exactly. up. Exactly. That's what's needed, Weekend Trav, smart, because Tommy, Tommy Fury isn't going to sell crap. His brother's going to sell it. It's not well, Tommy. It's, it's the name. They're going to sell this as Paul Fury. Sure. But, the, like, but, the Paul moment, Fury. but the moment you put Tommy Fury behind a mic, I've just fallen asleep. He's a pretty boy, so they're hoping probably to bring in that the girl crowd. He was on a reality TV show, so they're going to get all those little... T- you know what, though? To be fair, who's Jake Paul getting? He's getting the YouTubers, which are the teeny boppers he's and getting the, the, people the younger that, crowd. Yeah, but he's also getting people that don't like him, this and they want to see him fall. That's exactly the extra element that he's added, right. for sure. So I think it's brilliant marketing to have Tyson involved in this thing as best as possible, which is why it's kind of like... Is it the wink-wink thing? You and I talked pre-production about, is this really a real bet? Yeah. Who knows? It could be, it could not be. Maybe Tyson Fury is also, you know, with his own bookies, taking the other side of that wager uh, just to try to offset his bet there if his brother does lose, which he probably will lose. Uh, but I don't, I don't think, I looked this past week, I didn't see any odds out yet. I could be wrong, but I didn't see them myself. Uh, maybe somebody can correct us below what the odds are uh, currently going on Paul and Fury in that fight. Uh, with the odds makers, but I didn't see any earlier uh, a few days ago. I haven't checked recently, but as of a few days ago, I saw nothing. B-Money, all I heard was the financial advisor and you coming out there hedging yourself to win and to, to, to win-win, really. Yeah. So he's like, if and it made sense when you brought up, I was like, oh, that's a great point. So let's see Tyson Fury bets a million dollars to Jake Paul, throws a million on Tommy Fury, who will probably end up being an underdog, actually. So if Tommy ends up winning... I don't know. I think it's going to uh, be... Close on Tyson will end up making his money. I, I honestly, we'll see. Vegas isn't stupid, and Vegas knows, and I, they usually know. I think it's going to be. They a do pick get em. it wrong. I don't think it's. I a, think it's going to be close, but I can see something very, very tight. But I also, I think that it's going to be a narrow, narrow favorite for Jake Paul. I think be. it will yeah. be. I think that's when it's going to open. But also, 
know this that Vegas sets those odds, but then the money bet on one other guy yeah, is what yeah. changes those odds. Yeah. Usually, when they set them, is when they kind of this is what they think, but the money will change. It usually, them. doesn't vary a lot though. Yeah. Uh, Vegas. Who is knows smart. with this one? You, you, we can get some shady stuff going on for we'll this. We'll see. Stuff. Well, folks, we have a little over a month before that fight actually hits the canvas there. So mm-hmm. that's Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, signed, sealed. Not delivered yet. But, yeah, to be fair, the other one was signed, too. Never got delivered Correct. because it got pulled out. So we're just going to preview this lightly. We're tiptoeing around until this actually happens. But so because far. Because you never know August 6th. So I said this on maybe the week before or the week before that, and I said, okay, Tommy Fury, according to my sources, it's going to be it. Well, guess what? B-Money got That's it right. B-Money got that right. Got, but, we have a shout-out on the on the. But on the waiting Instagram. in the wings, waiting in the wings, is a Diaz brother waiting. According to every, what I hear. Every single UFC guy out there is waiting in the wings right now. Tyrone Woodley might even be training well, the again only way for to you, fill in. Yeah, but the only way for, for you know, the, you know, I don't want to say average UFC fighter. I want to say still top-level competition UFC fighter. The only way for them to make money is anywhere but UFC. Yeah. Bare knuckle, that's where money is. Yep. Boxing, that's where the money is. UFC, Dana White, that's where the money is. Yeah, it's in his pockets. Right. It's, right. Well, it's in the management company. Shareholders it's in the shareholders, and all of that, blah, blah, blah. Dana White's also a big shareholder. So anyways, so. we have a long time before that fight. It feels like a boxing eternity, about five, six weeks. So let's continue to inch the calendar closer to Backwards. us. We can trap. And Just we're actually going to go pull local. It pull it back. Pull it back. Pull it back to July 23rd at the oh, Carib yeah. Royale here in Orlando, Florida. Local fight. Uh, we don't have a ton of info yet, but we do have a friend of our um, of the show and of us. Adrian Pinheiro is taking on somebody. It's the ever dangerous TBA. TBA. To be announced. Co-main event, though, uh, on that. I believe so. He announced it on his Instagram, and I've chatted with him. He reposted the the announcement as well, and he said co-main event. So that's the biggest fight of his career. I think he's what, seven and zero right now. So this is going to be the biggest fight of his and career. And so that will be point. Bally's as well, Bally Sports. Yeah, and that's if you have been watching our show, you've been finding out that me and B Money have been attending almost all of the Bally Sports. Um, on what, what's it called? It's called the Entrebox. 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 At uh, Caribbean Royale, we've been I, going there. We're we're definitely. I expect private bathroom access this time around wherever bj flores gets to go pee i want to go pee because i can't walk across Uh, cross court to the bathroom because the amount of beer we drink in those nights i'm peeing weekend trav i think every 20 minutes i think your old buddy weekend trav needs to pull it together and try to figure out how we can get private bathroom let's just access. get the catheters let's just do that <laughs> let's just carry around the bag well we're at that we might as well get the iv too that way we don't have the oh, hangover yeah. after that works done. gosh really, <laughs> you know those are some rough nights but it's a lot of fun so they're at the carib royale on those july are some rough mornings but rough great mornings. nights july 23rd okay if you're interested in tickets i'm not sure if there's a website to go find them or reach out to us because we have some contacts that could probably yes. get you some pretty darn good seats there to yes, that fight. Definitely for definitely reach out. We'll, we'll we'll post about some of the fighters. A lot of the fighters get extra money for these. I think Ticketmaster is selling the tickets, but I think if you put in some sort of a code, each fighter will get some ticket, yeah, like a portion of the tickets. I don't know how it works completely, but I know they get something off of it. And, so and as always, buy from the fighters. As always, we always say this: support local fighters. Whether it's you're buying their shirt, buying the tickets from them, going to the show, yep. support them. Yep. It means everything. Okay, they, they're they're literally fighting check to check to check. Hundred percent. Training people in random gyms, just trying to make the dream yep. come alive. Yep. You as a fan, maybe even a loose boxing fan or just sports fan, go go support the local talent, the local sporting events, because that's those are the next rising stars to come up. Buy their shirts, buy their merch, buy the tickets from them. It means a lot. We're trying to normalize making American boxing 
supporters great again. Mm. We're trying to support our local scene because we are boxing fans. At the end of the day, we are. That's Absolutely. why we put this together. Like at the end of the day, we're fans. Like yeah. I'm a big fan. I always have been. Even though I compete, it doesn't matter. I'm a big fan. Yeah, we're not. And just, I have been. So like I, I, we genuinely we put our money where our mouths at. Be money. Yeah, we're not just the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast. Uh, shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Loria Park, specifically in a boxing gym on the second floor in the podcast room, shot on a Sunday or Monday, dropping on Wednesday morning in the world. In the world. That's our specific niche. We're not just that. We're fans. Be money is more than just a pretty face, pretty hair, nice beard, pretty sweet glasses as well. Okay. This guy backs it up with his support of local boxing. So support local boxing. And we live here in Orlando. But when we say local boxing, it's local for you. Wherever you're at, too. If, you, if you're in England, if you're in UK, if you're in Missouri, if you're in California, if you're in New York, support the local boxing scene because what ends up happening is these guys build these careers here. They go on to fight major, major fights. I mean, I came from a town of population 400 in Osborne, Missouri. These guys supported me all through it all. I was able to fight at Madison Square Garden, HBO, all over the world, Denmark, France, Germany. That almost, was because— And almost the Playboy Mansion. And almost the Playboy Mansion. There's a story about that, folks. Bad. you got to go back in the annals uh, yeah. of our episodes. It has to do with Terrence Crawford as well. So one of the early episodes that we had, <clears throat> I'd say probably the first six months, we, we talked about this story. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I'm really hurting now well, for hearing you that. Know, yeah, I'm really hurting, guys. It is what it is. I <clears throat> should have fought at the Playboy Mansion. Well, that story is out there. You just got to find it. But speaking of hurting weekend, Trav, and we're not putting much of a hurting on this bottle, but we're going to talk about the bourbon. Yeah, and I just want to mention while I'm red is because I was in Annemarie Island. Yep. So I thought I would go to a liquor store. I was there and try mm-hmm. to pick up something local. Obviously, Annemarie Island's not known for their bourbon. No. So, but I got that there because I haven't seen it anywhere else. So this is why we chose this. All right. So this is Noble Oak. Double oak bourbon, uh, finished with sherry oak staves. Stop staves. Staves. I we already talked about this. Okay, staves. I don't well, know. Listen, listen. I we, can't read good. Did you not hear the last episode? We enjoy. Of me, like, we I can't enjoy, pronounce stuff. We enjoy bourbon, but I want to say we're exactly the purest connoisseurs of the stuff. We don't know the the different notes and all this other. We just drink what we like. Okay, so what I could say we can try is this noble oak, double, double oak bourbon. Yes, we're coming better. I like it. It has a nice finish. And yes, it does have the sherry finish a little bit. I can pick that up. It's very good to me. It's very I, pleasing to the palate. It is very pleasing to the palate. And it's so pleasing that I, I could have a lot of these, but I'm not going to. No. Because we just sip these and we test these out. Plus, we just worked out. We can't do that. Exactly. So... There, there's that but anyway back to that like another bourbon we're back on the bourbon trail guys okay. we've, we've been doing the bourbon pretty well bourbon whiskey finish with cherry it's a sherry it's sherry sherry it's not I cherry, love it. cherry. I love it. I know. it's like the, I love like it. the wine cherry right? okay oak I, I literally i want to know what that is can i can i just i want to say it's you have i just com- want to say it's staves i don't think it is staves i think you have contacts so we should they're like hey idiots no it's just a staves it's just it's just a normal word yeah it probably is i could be completely wrong it's pretty solid do you want to rate it maybe the v is silent oh it's like it's like jogging the j is yogging. silent it's called yogging yeah yeah right. i like I think, it i think you're right i like it you're what movie is that from you guys you're didn't genius. answer the last time last time i threw one out there it was a, it was a softball we're gonna start making you pay us if you don't get a it. softball and no one answered it correctly he did. did the human torch was denied a bank loan the human torch was denied a bank loan i threw that every time before we actually shoot these episodes in order to get my enunciation proper anyways zero to ten boxing gloves it's his jaw ready <laughs> 
It is that month, I guess. Um, weekend trap. <laughs> what does that have to do with the month? But let's give it a rating, okay? <laughs> do I need to cover the mic? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let okay, you. Yes, that took a second to click. You forget, I've been boxing my whole life. That's true. Okay, I am allowed a couple of those. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> noble Oak, Double Oak Bourbon, we can try to you first on the number. I actually really enjoy it. I'm going to go like a 7-8. Whoa, okay. Yeah. I, it's And the price point on this was about 40 bucks as well. It was a little over 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad price point. I think for me personally, well worth it. Well worth the $40. Okay. On the, at the price point, well worth it. I was going high as well. Uh, not that high, but high. 7.2, which averages out to 7.5. Very I, solid score. I stopped trying to average things, too, because I can't count. I think either. I did the math right. Very solid score. I could uh, stat, stat Boy is, is out, out in the hallway, but I don't want to interrupt Tell him. Us. with his YouTube uh, right now. Um, <laughs> 7.5 on average. Looks Little like 7.5 boxing gloves. Okay. Which is a really solid score. Very solid, and I like it. We'll probably end up be we'll probably be drinking this for the next week, I would think. We still have a little bit of puncher's chance from last week. I like yeah. this. this is, that's not much in there. It wasn't bad. Um, There's a couple glasses left still. So we can trev. Let's go to round this episode out. We're going to go final thoughts. I know we've been kind of scatterbrained all over the place. You know, this is what happens. When it feels like it's a little bit of a slowdown in the schedule and you don't have one of those primetime names, B-Money you know, and We Can Trav, make it happen. Every once in a while, you have these little slow weekends of boxing and that's okay and that's okay and this coming weekend is going to be one of those as well fourth of july on monday but weekend trap let's go to final thoughts toss it over to you final thoughts i'm going to give you one of my tweets that i tweeted out today oh boy okay oh boy all right this is, is this, gonna, is this, this is my only thought no it's a good tweet is this apolitical this is, or? no yes very yes okay it is, it is. okay so don't worry it is so if you are smart be a humble influencer Strength and intelligence can be weapons. Do not use those against the weak. That makes you a bully. Mm. Be bigger than that. Everybody has good in them. Try and use it for the good. Wow. That's it. That was, was being positive. Very, very profound. Motivational. And that was, I was very profound. To let people know that there's a lot of controversy going on in the world right now. Always is. Be humble. Be a good influencer. I know that people have very, very devout opinions about a lot of stuff, but yep. you don't have to demonize and hate people. Stop no. it. Stop hating people for their opinions one way or the other. Yeah. Let's get back to the, let's get back to disagreeing with somebody and still being able to be their friend. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I like that. I like that. Um, I don't really have any final thought that's going to trump that. But no, that's not why I said it. It's not why I said I, it. All right, all right. I wasn't, you read into that. I know. Okay, I, listen, the, the Spotify listeners did not know what happened there until you just triggered them and gave them my expression. Well, sorry. We just, I don't want to get this show banned again uh, or sure. whatever. But but we can try. I think we're, we, we've had some good following. We appreciate the support that we've received over 100%, the last we have. A few months now uh, for, for watching, liking, commenting, just supporting the show in general. We do appreciate that. These podcast episodes are fun for us to do because it's just – it's me hanging out with my buddy and talking and drinking, and we have a good time. Um, and I would like to think vice versa, uh, vice versa. Um, <laughs> uh, but we do appreciate all the subscriptions and the support and everything like that. Please do so below. If you're following us on YouTube or Rumble, uh, actually, if you're not following us yet, please subscribe below, follow the content, like the content, hit the bell icon when you want to be notified of the next time we post something, whether it's a fight prediction video or one of these podcast episodes or any shorts. We do some yep. YouTube shorts every yep. once in a while. 
You look hard enough, you'll find this guy jump roping. Uh. Yeah, it's that is deep in there. It's very deep. Deep. It's very. Hmm. <laughs> Please hit the subscribe below. We do. I do agree with you 100 percent that we do appreciate the views. Our views have been steadily increasing over the last 10 weeks. And you know what? We're on a steady rise up. Steady rise up, and I think a lot of it might be because of the threats that we have initiated once again here. And that yeah. is, you know, if you do not watch, if you do not subscribe below. We're going to show up to your house. You're going to... I think we just do this. It sounds a lot better on camera. Hello? Are you subscribed and watching the content on Wayno with Travis Hartman on any YouTube or Rumble or anything? No, who the hell is that? What? What do you mean, who the hell is that? I think you need to open up your laptop or your computer of choice and look it up and hit subscribe. Are you going to subscribe? Oh my gosh, you're the number one boxing beard and bourbon podcast in Orlando, Florida, yeah. shot in a boxing gym on the second floor, so are you specifically gonna... on a Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, it drops on a Wednesday in the world. So are you going to subscribe or do I need to? Yes. And I'm going to tell all my friends about it because you all really my friends should. need to know that you guys are that good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. Thanks. I'm, I apologize. You don't have to punch me. I will subscribe. Okay, great. Sorry. I will, I'll, I'll show myself out. Click, click, click. It's as easy as that, folks. Save me the airfare, please, because I just had a nightmare of a time getting back from Atlanta, wow. of all things. Be money. Different story, different time. We don't have time for that tonight. However, what we do have time for is this. That over there is Weekend Traff. That there is B Money, a.k.a. producer, a.k.a. He's the man. God bless. Twitter fingers.